Welcome back. Welcome, welcome back. To Man Over Music. Or Music Over Man. With your lovely host. Maisha. And Jakar. And you already know what time it is. You already know what time it is. <laughs> so, sir. Year. How was your day today? My day was cool. You know, we was chilling. Started it pretty early. You know, I had a very interesting week. You know, started it off by... Being lit every day now. Took care of some business. Um, so to go see uh, a house, you know. Yes, we did. Viewed the house. It was smooth. Um, kind of um, a full circle moment. Just a little bit. Like, in, until the, the actual business is done, mm-hmm. then that, that way it'll be a full circle moment. But... You know, it's kind of a full cycle moment from going from where you grew up at and then coming back as an adult and being in that same area. Mm-hmm. It's kind of different, but, you know, it's smooth. Good, good. How about yourself? My day was pretty good. I'm glad my family made it back. Uh, safe and sound um, from their journey for uh, the Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah. Um, but... Going to go see that house, you know, initially, initially, I didn't want to even schedule it because we, I don't feel like we are together financially at this time for it. However, God works in mysterious ways and things, things may not be what you think it may be. You know, you, you have to take risks. You have to go and discover. You you got to do your own thing. Sometimes you just got to do things where you think you don't need to do, if that makes sense. Nah. So I'm happy we scheduled that because I wasn't even going to do it. I learned information, the helpful information. So I'm excited. Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like from the conversation we had with with the actual uh, real estate agent, we we did speak with like. It made everything to to this day seem like so perfect, mm-hmm. you know. Um, from going in with like questions to like going into going into today with like security, you know. Um, for me, at least, it's just like I live more so in the anything is possible mind frame. Mm-hmm. Um, so. It just to me, it just felt good, natural. It was just like if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Um, never getting too high, never getting too low about it, but just knowing that it can work out. You know, it ain't. It don't always have to be perfect. You know, we always plan for the perfect idea and how we would want it to be, but sometimes it's not gonna go as the plan that you set out. You know, as long as the job get done, that's at the end of the day, that's what really matter, truly matter. Yeah, I, so. I agree with that. Yeah, so that's how I feel about, you know, that whole situation. But it was cool, you know, it's good week. We uh had a unconventional Thanksgiving, which is what we really wanted, mm-hmm. you know. And that was dope. So while y'all was eating on y'all sweet potatoes and greens and 
turkey and, and ham. We had lasagna, which was banging. <laughs> that that was banging, man. And that Dutch apple pie. Shout out to Marie Callender. Shout out to Marie Callender. That one was lame, so, you know. But we got a week week's worth of topics, a week's worth of conversations, maybe a month's or a year's worth of conversations. Mm-hmm. Well, you know we're going to have that. You know, I already know. So, uh, let's get into some things that uh, is going to make the people move. Okay. So, I want to talk about Steph Curry. Now, Curry. you know, he's my guy. Curry. I love Steph Curry. He seems like he is... A wonderful man. It seems like he. Why you gotta shake your head? I'm serious. Like he seems like he's a good person. He. I'm pretty sure he's not a perfect person. We all are not perfect, but he seems like a stand up guy. So, um, I forgot what it was a couple of weeks ago. However, it was the game where he scored like 50 points, mm-hmm. and they still didn't win. And people was like tripping about all the work he put in to to lose the game. It's just like, okay, he showed up and he showed out. He showed what he can do. And regardless of they if they won or they didn't, he's still getting paid. So that didn't matter. And what did you well what else? Not what else, but that's all I got to say about Steph. I love Steph. I mean, you went from him being a wonderful man to basketball. Yeah, I, I'm just saying. Like, I just don't look at him for his um, his skills for basketball. I look at him as the person that he is, too. Yeah, I'm going uh, to just stick to the part to that the I can see. That's fine. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, perfect. You know, I ain't gonna, I'm not going to say perfect or nothing. Cause I didn't say that. Not perfect. Wonderful, you know, because any story can drop tomorrow. And okay. Yeah, go from wonderful to most hated. So, um, what who, I'm going to who eyes, though. That's the thing. Everybody may not look at him like that. It, it, it does depend on what it is, but it's just like people should be able to come back from there. Um, oh, I think redemption is real. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with that. Um, well, we're going to get onto that, too, because I, I kind of... Uh, Still got a bone to pick about redemption and how I look at redemption. But back to Steph Curry. Um, He's doing his thing this NBA season, you know, even though his team is not playing to the standard that we've come to know them. Mm -hmm. You know, I definitely think he should be considered as an MVP candidate. You know, maybe top three, top two, to be honest. I'm not a, just gonna come off as hate, but whatever, I don't care. you know, most people would say Luka Doncic should be either two or one in the MVP candidate, like candidacy. I'm gonna push him, push him down a couple notches. You know, um, only because to me he's a one-trick uh, pony when it comes down to being a basketball player. But the game has changed, so throughout time you just develop and adjust. So the things that you've seen, that you've come to know, that you like, will change. But Steph Curry, definitely number two. I feel like uh, he still does carry the team. And, you know, even though some of his performances might not lead to victories, it still should be recognized because he's doing things on the court that 98% of his peers cannot do. Whoa, see? 
Okay. So I'll agree with you on that one. I agree with that percentage. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. It's it's a small sample size. Like he is an elite scorer, shooter. However you want to put it. Like I'm gonna just go back to maybe like four or five years ago. He was getting to the actual rim with flawlessness, laying the ball up. So he's a he's a scorer to me. Like he's a good he's a great scorer. But he's not a good defensive player. I mean, he's gotten better, but in today's NBA, nobody plays defense, so it don't even matter no more. Mm. Like you know, I can't I can't hold him to a standard that's not even held wow. in regard no more. Wow, that's so, sad. That's yeah. sad. Yeah, because you know, then basketball used to be more. Uh, of a defensive game, more of a defensive Physi- game, physical, more physical game, but yeah. people can't even get uh, tapped on on the hand. You can't, you can't do nothing. You can't even get bumped a little bit. You it's, can't it's, do, you can't do nothing. It is sad. It's, it's like it's kind of like um, you know how you got winners and losers in competitions, yeah. but how the losers all get a trophy too to make everybody uh, yeah, that participation participation trophy, trophy yeah. which is whatever. It but is. you know whatever. Whatever works. It is. It's, for you. It's sad, but, it's you know, all right. shout out to Steph Curry. He definitely, hopefully he can keep up this performance that he's uh, doing. Um, I would love to see how far he can go. And then an honorable mention. I, I'm not even putting this person in the honorable mention as an MVP candidate. I'm just recognizing the achievement that will be coming soon. Shout out to LeBron. I'm not even a LeBron fan, you know. But he will be passing Kareem's record this season. We don't know how many games. So, you know, I, I ain't never seen a person score a 1,000 points in a game. But I wouldn't be surprised if he started trying it now because he ain't winning no rings. <laughs> a 1,000 points. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm not saying it's impossible. I ain't seen it. <laughs> I think it's only possible if they saying like, well, you know, Mr. Clock or Mrs. Clock or whatever what time it is. So yeah. You tell them, you know, and they, they turn around, they freeze or whatnot. Everybody would have to be frozen on the court. For him you know, to score a thousand? They have to do the mannequin challenge, huh? And he had to do that like for two years straight to get there. Dang. But anyway, whatever. Dang, that's crazy. No, he, he'll have it in the next like 30 something, 40 games. So. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, no, he he will. It's like forty games. He got forty. Well, by the forty-seven game, he should uh, at least have it if he don't take no more uh, days off. But he'd be all right. So that's you know that's our NBA talk. Um, but let's talk about some uh, interesting things. Let's uh, recognize some uh, some legends in the game of music before we get onto these real life topics. So shout out to Morris Day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, for being recognized by the Soul Train Awards. Um, I seen him perform live, so I already knew, I already knew what was coming. He did a good job. All and right. how how did I say? He's 65? Yeah. 65. He's 60, oh, he's going to be 65. Yeah, he'll be 65. He, his birthday is in December, so. Yeah, soon. Yeah. You know, so. He getting down with his bad stuff, man. You know, 64 years old, moving and grooving. Yeah, know? he did a good job. Yeah, I mean... Hey, it's Morris Day, man. If you ain't seen Purple Rain or if you ain't heard about him or seen him live, I don't, you know, I don't know what to tell you, man. It's great, <laughs> great music, you know. So, I'm be ahead of that. And then, uh, shout out to the ladies from Escape. They was also honored, too, as, like, some lifetime legends or something like that. So, it was something. Something, something but they nice. was recognized. They got they was recognized. Re- they were recognized. So, shout out to uh, the ladies of uh, So So Death. 
you know. So I I really have a hot topic on them, but I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna keep that cool for the for the next probably 15, 20 minutes. No, I think we need to talk about it. Well, this might sound blasphemous to some people. Oh well, just bear with me. Did Escape really make music for the soul? Did can you say you really felt Escape music for real? Like Just Kicking was it was a cool song. But it don't hit like no SWB song. To me, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's they made cool music. They call they made cool music, but I can say this too. Maybe their music ain't uh aged that well. Okay. I wouldn't say it didn't age well. I guess it's just like you said, I don't think it has a, a lot of soul in it. I'm not saying that the music is not good. I'm not saying that they can't sing. But I feel as though it just don't, it don't, you know, you don't really internalize it. Yeah, it's, a, it's, you it's, can. Good, it's good commercial bops. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'll say. Good commercial bops. It's, it's like when you hear, it's like, oh, yeah, that's, you know, that was that one. That was that one. And then it's just like they don't have they ain't got music that make me want to rush to that go hit an album. That just might be my hot take. They ain't got they ain't, I ain't heard nothing. And I watched their verses. I done watched them perform again. Not to say that the women are talented, because they definitely talented. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. The music just for that time frame that it was you know what I'm saying it's just like I feel like some of that music is just like alright we can we can listen to it at the barbecue you know what I'm saying I can't if it come on randomly okay but it's just nothing I'm gonna just be pouring my whole heart out to mm-hmm. like even when they sung the uh, when they did their rendition of a gospel song I was just like, oh yeah, this is cool, you know, it's cool. The the Lord, the Lord is with them. It's cool, but you know, what I'm saying, let me go get some Yolanda Adams or somebody real quick. Let me go get some Shirley Caesar. Some, let me go, let me go hit, let it hit my soul. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they cool though, so I'm not, I'm not really trying to slander them. You know, I, I know this is gonna come off wrong, but if y'all, you know, y'all want to hit us. Where the songs that made y'all move and cry by SW, not SWB, Escape. <laughs> Escape, I'm sorry. See, I almost, SWB, my group, man. I'm, I'm rocking with them. But, you know, if y'all, y'all got a song that's going to be a tearjerker or something that's going to make you feel it, please send it to me because I don't think I heard it. Uh, you know, but teach is on. What's your thoughts? I stated them. Um, I do. I like their music, though. Let me say that. I like it. I like their music, but. But this is the funny thing. I'm not trying to be blasphemous or anything like that. However, uh, <laughs> what's the week by SDWV keeps coming in my mind. So it's just like I'm trying to talk about. Escape, but I'm singing SWV. I'm trying to think of an escape song 
uh, that I'm comparing to week Man. that I'm singing in my head. How I think one song that I can think about, and what's that song when Candy come on? Did anybody see ya coming to my house last night? Oh, uh, Secret. Secret, Secret, yeah. Now, I, I like Secret. Secret is one of my favorite songs. But would you take... But, but I would take Week over over uh, Secret. Nah, let me even go... Let me take you one even further. Would you go Secret over Downtown? No. Okay, then, see? Downtown, that's my song. Exactly, and that's on the same lines of the... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Them, yeah. They did their thing. I don't know. Is it the production... I guess I would have to like break down the intricacy of the music behind their voices. Mm, okay. You know, because it could be where I'm driven more so to that music. The music and the voices mix well with you know with me versus the other song, but I like them both. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think that's probably what it is. I can see that. We're gonna have to try that. But I don't know. I just think it's all the elements. Like you went to, uh, you went to, uh, you went to Week for mm-hmm. SWV. See, I even went to right here. Yeah. With, with SWV, it's just like, man, I, I really don't know. G, like, I can't. I, I mean, I can't see an escape song. And I'm so into you. Come on, man. Look, all right, look, we was recognizing SW, I mean, Escape, I'm sorry, SWV, I keep doing that to y'all, man, I keep doing it to you, Escape, Tiny, the other girl, Tamika, and we got, uh, uh, what's her shorty name, come on, uh, what's her name, she, she do all the stuff, I know, um, Candy, yeah, Candy, and then, and then the other, then the other story. I'm sorry, I ain't meaning to disrespect y'all, like y'all all queens, you know. Yeah, they all legends. They all legends. You know, they legends. They they did their thing, you know. Jermaine Dupri, get them back in the studio, let them write some songs for your artists. But um, yeah, that's that's what I got. Finds me. Oh, and shout out to the boy Tank, man. He did his thing. Him and Jay Valentine did their thing on the Soul Train World. Yeah, Tank did good. You know, um, he did his thing. As a person with disabilities and uh, handicapness, I feel like I should be in my right to question somebody else's <laughs> disability and handicap. <laughs> so, I really don't know if he really losing his hearing at this point now. This man, he, he doing so good. He you know, he doing so good. Point. But you know what? You you don't know how hard he's working behind the scenes. I sure don't. Because, man, look, look, I do, but I don't. Because I know it ain't easy. Because it's just like, if he cannot hear himself as well as he used to be, used to be able to, Man. It's like wow, he's doing Man. an awesome job. He's doing a great job. I, look, Tank, we're gonna have to uh, get together and talk about our challenges and uh, how you overcome your stuff too. Cause, bruh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And it ain't—it's not quiet when you're on the stage. You got ample amount of noise, the vibrations, yeah, and so you, all those things. You just the way he pick it up. He doing this thing, man. They, you know. Definitely doing this thing. So shout out to uh, Tank, Jay Valentine, uh, Shante Moore performed too. She hey, she snapped. She snapped. She one of them. Uh, she one of them artists too that can still kind of sound like they used to sound, and then hit the notes and hold them in the key points like she used to. So shout out to Shante Moore too. So she did her thing as well. And then uh, 
Money Long, I think that's her name. Mm-hmm. Shout out to her. She did a great performance. I thought we was watching the Tyler Perry play on her performance. Yeah, they said it was a book. What I seen, I didn't, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, well, you can't say you ain't see. I'm the one I, that, I'm the one in no, this podcast I, that can't see. <laughs> Stop. I seen it, but I didn't really, you know, I was in and out the room, too. So I seen a clip on the, on the, on the internet. So she was like acting. See, way. come on, man. Look at that. And I think that was a great element they brought to the BET Awards. That's, man, look, whoever, whoever with her uh, on her team that put that together, that was smart because they just made another play for her that shows that she can act. So she ain't no one trick pony like. A lot know. of these yeah, people man. are. Yeah, but you want to know something? I just, because I'm not tuned in to a lot of the new artists. I don't even know her songs. I don't know if I know a song if, if it's uh, played. I mean, look, I felt the same way about Dochi until we <laughs> we heard that song, and I was like, "Hold on, this who?" And yeah, so shout out to shout out to Dochi too. You know? mm-hmm. But you know, this they doing their thing out here. Some of these artists, some of these artists is doing their thing out here. So shout out to them, salute to them. Um, wow, I didn't know if you really wanted to start with this, but I want to give props. And a major shout out to Kenya Burris, Kid Cudi, and everybody that was a part of Intergalactic. Because that movie on Netflix is cold. Mm-hmm. Cold. Cold. It's man. Talk about creating, like, you know, for it to be animated, you know what I'm saying, like, and then to create, have a full, like, a real-life storyline, everything that was more so realistic, it was, you know, black life, black experience. It was, it was, it just showed, it showed, like, how you are when you by yourself, when you chilling, it just, to me, it was a positive light, in my opinion. Even when you with the homies, yeah. Even when you with the homies, it was yeah. man, it was great, and they did have some bangers playing in that movie. They did. Kid, a lot of it was um, Kid, Kid Cudi. Cudi. Yeah, he did his thing, but but then the play Drew Hill in that joint. They had a couple different different records in that joint. It was like throwing me off. I'm just like, what? Yeah, it was you like know? a vibe. The movie was a vibe. It was definitely a vibe. Yeah. You know, so. I don't really rank movies too high, but Intergalactic would be, uh, yeah, it's like a, a top tier movie for me. Mm-hmm. Top tier, you know. Uh, man, I wouldn't change a thing. I know I didn't physically see it, but I wouldn't change a thing from the movie. Like, you know how sometimes you get a takeaway of what you would want to add or what you felt like you missed out on? I felt like they, they did that movie right, man. They showed the dynamics of relationships. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then even for them to show the main character and the development of of him mm-hmm. and how he chooses to deal with stress, relationships, friendships, you know, just the an experience. Real life, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. That's a vibe, man. I was I'm rocking with that. You know, I think that's that's dope, which brought me back into a conversation we've been having for like the last week and a half, two weeks is the 
what's the difference between black exploitation and black expo- well what's the <laughs> difference between black exploitation to the movies that we got today but we decided we'd come up with a new term for it so I'm gonna let you tell them what it is black exploration and um oh go ahead you do it no, you do such a good job what does black exploration mean to you Black exploration means to me trying to um, explore the inner workings of a black person, black culture, and look at it all. I agree. You know, look, just learn more, and I don't know. Not I don't know, but just discovering who black people are. On a um, in a real way, mm. and not like go off of the news or what you hear. You seeing it for yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. like um, like what stemmed this conversation was. I was thinking about, for example, like the movie Chef or. Um, Dang, what's the movie? Uh, they did a remake of this movie not too long ago. Um, dang, I can't think of it. Um, it's at the tip of my tongue, too. Superfly. There we go. They did a remake of Superfly. And the original version would be considered a black exploitation film. And we use the word exploitation in a negative connotation. But if you actually look up the definition, it's not... Put it in a way that we use it. Mm-hmm. So I was saying, why wouldn't why wouldn't movies like Love Jones, Love Jones, be a black exploitation film? And from what I was receiving from the people we were having this conversation with on why they wouldn't consider it a black exploitation film is because it's not glorifying the life in such a negative sense, like with pimps and orcs and all those ladies things. of the night. Um, but I feel like it is a black exploitation because it's exploiting black life, black culture. You know, who is to say that that is just deemed as one way that we look at ourselves? But in the sense, when I threw out the word, the not the word, the movie Hustle and Flow, that movie was considered to be looked at as more of a black exploitation film. But that's due to the circumstances that it represents or it puts up or portrays. So I think we should just go ahead and squash the whole term black exploitation and call it black exploration because we are exploring and exploiting black lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, it hits you in the many different, different facets. Like to me, if we being true, I would consider holiday hard a black exploitation man. But it it is in a sense black exploration, intergalactic black exploration. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you can give me any any movie or any show like Brown Sugar, the movie, black exploration. But it's black exploitation too because we exploiting black culture again and on how we deal with love, we deal with business, we we even our like our decision making. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like you get a chance to weigh in and see the different thought structures or put yourself in that character's shoes. You know, mm-hmm. it's a 
a beautiful thing, but if we gonna get rid of uh, the word exploitation because of what we deem as a negative connotation, let's just call it black exploration. And we put everything that's done by us under this because no one way is the right way. I like that. So, you know, that's what I think. But, what movie, like, what's a good movie that you've seen that you are willing to deem as a black exploration film? I don't know. I forgot the name of it, but that uh, Lisa Ray. Issa Ray movie with um, uh, Old Boy from Atlanta. Oh, with uh, Paperboy? Lakeith. Lakeith. Oh, Lakeith. Lakeith, yeah. 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 I would consider that a um, black exploration movie. Man, I feel like almost every movie Lakeith do is a black exploration movie. Even the Sorry to Bother You movie. It was... (sighs) Don't cancel me, people. Please do not cancel me. It's too early to get canceled. But I'm going to go there. Um, So, I don't know if you've seen this movie Mm -mm. before. But... Essentially, he's a a telemarketer, and he puts on to create, like, more sales or more. Like, he just, he's playing both sides of the fence. And not like that, we all have a form of fashion or a time when we play both sides of the fence. Whether it's to get a job, whether we own our job. You know, or whatever it is. To, oh, it's cold switching, right? Uh, yeah, that's what they call it, cold switching. But that's black exploration to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it gives people a chance to see, like, this happens. You know, this is real. Mm-hmm. So you just exploring the, you know, exploring the realisms of, of the world just through a black perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I think that's a you know a dope thing if that's that's how we should start genre and our music or not our music but our movies like mm-hmm. it's a black exploration. Um, but that you know that's what I got for that you know. I like it. I I, I agree with I it. I think it's cool. I think uh, I think uh, you know when they put this in uh, Urban Dictionary they might as well put the term next to. To it, man over music. Yeah. <laughs> so. We got to see if we came up with it first. I'm calling it. I'm standing on it. I say, standing on it. I'm saying we said it first. I don't care if you thought of it. We said it first. Okay. All yeah. right. Right here on uh, right here. Man Over Music or. Oh, music Over Man. You heard it here first. <laughs> don't you steal it. Urban Dictionary. Just take a picture of us and put it right there. Um. But no, so it was something. Uh, it was something else. I definitely wanted to get get to you with like redemption. So I'm glad we here. So we was watching this other little Netflix series. Uh, it was. I'm about to butcher it. I was gonna say being uh, Sally Ferguson. I don't even think that was her name. But uh, what is it about? That's when the woman when she killed Ray. She killed Ray. Ooh. Yeah, her husband when she when she oh went, oh killer Sally yeah. um something yeah yeah I think it was Ferguson though no it wasn't Ferguson uh, that wasn't her last name oh uh, well uh, anyway killer Sally killer Sally she whoa this is deep <laughs> it is deep okay 
Go ahead. I was going to say, I am not justifying or condoning domestic abuse or any type of violence to that nature. But I was conflicted just a tad bit at the end because she was free from prison. After 25 years. After 25 years. After 25 years. After 25 years. But my confliction was done and over with because everybody should get a chance at redemption. Same. I was feeling the same way. So what she did was she she's a Caucasian lady and she married a black man and they're both they both were bodybuilders and she shot him two times. One time in the body and one time in the face. And she said it was self-defense because he used to choke her. But she lost the case and she got out after 25 years and she started dating another black man. And he knows about her history. She said his friends would even tell him, like, you know what she did, right? And he did. And they ended up getting married. She got out in 2020 and she's married now. So at first I was just like, oh my gosh, is she going to do it again? But everybody deserves a second chance. You you know, that's how I do feel. But I just hope everything continues to go well for them. Well, see, I, I ain't even look at it from that standpoint. I, I would hope, I would hope, because 25 years is a long time to do in prison. Yeah. I ain't never did no prison time, and that's going to stay. God willing, it's going to stay that way. Um, well, yeah, it's going to stay that way. But, um, 25 years, even doing an hour, a minute, a second, I'm, I'm losing it. I'm fainting. You know, take me, Lord. Like, uh, so for her to be able to do 25 years and that, and I do feel like, in a sense, she had to learn something from that time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just, I just want to give her the benefit of the doubt to being the person that she said she wanted to be, you know? Yeah. But, also, too, watching this show showed me something that we live in cycles. Mm-hmm. And it's really, uh, this is gonna, this might come off wrong, but it's beautiful to see how life works. So you see how maybe one decision that you, you made in your life or something that might have happened in your life can happen in your child's life. And not to say that it's meant for it to be like that, but sometimes the world works in cycles, you know. Um, you can't shield your children from everything, mm. you know. But in order for them to go through things, you got to be that for them to comfort them. Like, I feel like the daughter wouldn't really learn, wouldn't have learned how to deal with domestic, domestic violence. violence if she didn't see it firsthand, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, she's seen the worst end of it. And from Sally's perspective, she said her parent, well, her father was, was an alcoholic. Uh, alcoholic. Well, yeah. her parents was alcoholic, but, her, but she dealt with abuse. Yeah. And so she dealt with it in a different way. She dealt with it from a quiet perspective as a child. You know, she never told nobody, whatever. She went through it. And for her daughter to see it when she was a child and to see what the result was on the, the side of 
alright, well, when enough is enough, I'm going to use this type of force and take somebody else's life that it can hinder mine and my children and for her not to go that route is amazing Mm -hmm. because it's still a process of decision making. Yeah. And, you know... It, it conflicts me. It conflicts me on so many different levels because the inner the enemy would be like, "Well, why why are you there if this is going on?" But it's a lot of factors that people have to deal with before they even can make any small rash decision, you know. And it's just understanding, understanding. That's what a lot a lot of times. That's what we got to do. We go into things and judge it or have preconceived notions like for example what you like what you were saying with like oh I hope she don't do it again but to me it's just like oh it doesn't even that wouldn't even cross my mind you know I'm giving her just a clean slate mentally mm-hmm. but it's like you do still have to have that, that thought process too though you gotta have it's when you battle the line that line that fence you know yeah it's like that statement, you forgive, but you don't forget. Forget, yeah. But, yeah, you're right, mm-hmm. you know. So, Sally, we forgive you, you know. We ain't, we ain't forget, but, you know, kudos to you and your husband. I hope y'all have a, a nice, successful marriage and relationship. And it's time for her redemption. Okay. Making me laugh over here. Hey, man, I'm just being real. I know, I know. It was that pause. Look, because I had to, I, I wanted to make sure I said the right thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I wanted to make sure I said how I felt not the right thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, so shout out to Sally, you know, and, and her children. You know, I hope they get all the necessarily healing that they need to have in their life because they they dealing with things, too, and the fact that they showed their vulnerability Creates courage, you know? Yeah, oh yeah. It does. So that's another thing on Netflix to check out, you know, if you ain't seen it already. What? <laughs> okay. All right, so this is what I. Okay. I'm going into the topics now. More yeah, of the topics. topic game. Hmm. What you got? What you ponder? Um, backtrack state. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> not um, okay. Are you a reflection of the people you associate yourself with? Am I going first? You want to go first? You want to take this topic first? You know, you know, um, I can. I, I feel like um, I am. I do feel like I am because, um, you know how you have friends and they say, oh, you got you the wild one, the shy one, the quiet one, the energetic one, uh, the one that sleep all the time. And well, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like you have to have some type of common things with the people that you associate yourself with, regardless on how different they may be. Mm-hmm. So I, I do feel that way. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, it was just amazing when we when we first like this topic first came up. Mm-hmm. 
because I had to really do some psychoanalyzing on myself. And like you said, you figure out you figure out what your connection is are with the people that you friends with. And it's just like, dang, and like you know when you be high, you got that one friend, well, I'm not talking about my friend specifically, but you got that friend where they be messed up and you be like, Man, why am I still friends with you? And then you think about it like, dang, but I I messed up too, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just like it's crazy, but I got to look at the comparisons on all the positive sides. I ain't trying to. I'm not trying to compare no negative traits or whatever. What I might feel like uh, I don't like, I ain't comparing that. We we all good. If you if you a reflection of me, we good, and I don't see nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and some traits that you might or someone might think is negative, it may not be to somebody else. True. Because some people don't like for people to be direct with them. True. I you mean, know. I mean, yeah, you're right though. But look, see, when you are direct with people, some like eighty five percent of the time they, you know, they give you the uh, notion of being an a hole. That's true. You know, and it's not that they trying to be an a hole. This is just how they communicate. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, it's not they fault that you have to kind of just like curse around people, you know, it's, it's not, you know, it's not they fault that I have to cop like you, you got to be coddled. Yeah. You know, it's not, it ain't fair to them. It ain't fair to nobody else, but hey, life ain't fair. So I just think, um. I, I do think it's an unfortunate thing at, at times because I would say I'm I might be the a hole of my group of friends, you know, but I don't feel like I am, you know. It's just because I might say things differently than others might say them, but I don't see nothing wrong with that, you know. I think it's. I think it's a good thing. Now I ain't gonna say I'm overly direct. I ain't gonna. I'm not gonna say that. I, I can. I'm definitely gonna beat around the bush with you because I like to consider feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, I would like you to consider, in a sense, I guess I would want you to consider my feelings too before we, you know, we talk about something. And I could be better at it, but at least, at least you know that's in my thought process mm-hmm. uh, how to break it down and articulate what I want to say to you without overly offending you like you not intentionally intentionally trying to hurt somebody fellas. yeah it's mm-hmm. just it's just the it's the message I always got to give a disclaimer now listen to my message not the messenger <laughs> you know mm-hmm. um, because that's where the feelings come in at you know it's not Sometimes it's not about what you're saying, it's about who's saying it to you. You know, it can be somebody telling you that it's a million dollars in that briefcase. But are you going to go to the briefcase if it's not somebody that you trust or know? Um, you know, it's just, it really, it really depends. A lot of things have variables, but I just think you got to, um, I just got. I guess I'm. What I'm trying to say is, you just got to be more free, man. Mm-hmm. In a sense, and I. That's that's how I 
I feel about life. You know, you got to be free. You got to be open to the good and the bad. You know, not everything somebody going to say to you is going to be good. Not everything somebody is going to say to you is going to be bad. But you got to find that middle ground in it, you know. And I think it is valuable messages in 80% of the things people talk to you about. Yeah, it's just like what you choose to take from it. What you, If you choose to, not saying you got to follow every word that somebody's telling you, but it's things, it's key things you can take away. It could be, it could be not even a message. It could be how the message is delivered, yeah. you know. I don't know. Man, but it's some interesting stuff. But I do, I do feel like you are what you attract. And in a sense, you have to, um, it's the energy you put out too. I think all these things have to do with like alignment and divine timing. And, and it's okay for people to be in your life for a season. Yeah. You know, we uh, we really like go under that mentality of uh, like starting from the, like I gotta take you everywhere with me. Like if I'm at the bottom and I'll go to the top, I gotta take you with me. You know, naturally that'd be the good thing to do. But if I'm at the bottom and you, or if I'm at the top and you gonna hinder what what I got going on over here, it's okay to be able to come back around that person when they might have it going together. You, mm-hmm. It's nothing wrong with being about self, you know? Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes self-preservation is the best preservation. You know, if you don't look out for you, as we keep saying, if you don't look out for you, you know, ain't nobody going to look out for you. But it's all about how you do it. And I, I really feel like in a sense, I've developed uh, some good relationships, some good friendships, a brotherhood with a lot of men and women. You know what I'm saying? I am. Can I say I'm the best person? No, you know, I'm far from it. But if I was to say to people around me are a good reflection of me, for the most part, I can say that I can't say I'm not a proud or appreciative of anybody that is in my life at this current date. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have our own frustrations and disappointments with each other? Yeah. But I see some of me in all of them. Mm-hmm. You know, and... I do too. I think uh, your circle can bring, you know, can bring the best out of you or bring the worst out of you. And I'm grateful enough to say that they bring out the best in me. To a certain degree. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> to a certain degree. But, uh, all right, well, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Well, let me just, let me do this before I actually <laughs> Okay. I'm going to shout out to our friends, you know. I want, I really want to do them by name, but just for, um, Discreet purposes. Y'all know who y'all are. What up, gang? <laughs> you know, I ain't even got to say y'all name. Y'all already know where y'all stand with me. Um, but 
this is a perfect perfect time to talk about it. Do you have to be friends, or do you have to like your spouse's friends? No, I don't think you have to. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say yes because for the simple thing that we just talked about, you are a reflection of you know what. Are. Yes, but it's just like either they can come around or they, or they can't. <laughs> and that's that. Or uh, ooh. what? Wait, who who can come around or that? Who can't? Like in what sense? Either the, the if I like they really got to be a horrible person for me not to like them. Well, I mean, like I don't, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's it's the type of energy. True. So yeah. it's just like I feel natural. I feel like naturally, whoever you bring around me, it's it's gonna be okay. But I don't feel like I have to like them. Well, I will. Well, I, I mean, like for it to be easier, let me say this: yes, but mm. um. But if you know somebody I wouldn't like, I wouldn't bring them around. Uh, yeah, I think I'm a pretty good judge of character. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, um, maybe, maybe not. But um, yeah, so I was, I was uh, gonna bring up the fact that you know you had a friend that thought I ain't like him. But as we, you know, as time has passed and you know I've grown and developed. I can understand that perspective of why this person thought I might have not liked them or I felt a certain type of way about them. Mm-hmm. But uh, if they only knew, well, they know now, but if they only knew how I felt at the time, they were still top tier in my book. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, so it's just like, yeah, I feel like I do gotta, I really do gotta like your friends though, like, because. If I don't like your friends, I know I ain't going to be able to tolerate you. I know. Like, my patience is thin. You know, I've, I've gotten better mm-hmm. as I've gotten older. But, you know, it's it's really easy to for me to get annoyed with you and not to want to be bothered with you. And for your select group of friends, I can say that none of them have ever gave me that. Now... Do I think that they do have these elements of, like you were saying, like the wild, the crazy, the shy, the, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what makes it all unique is when y'all all in the same space and the conversations get to flowing and you just seeing how the dynamics, like what the dynamics are and who is who and like how you fit into that friend group. Like you got some friends that's the the backbone of the group, like you got you, you know that this one person might be the person that keep it all together, you know. Um, but I think it's I think it's interesting and uh, exciting at the same time. But yeah, I don't think I could be with somebody who uh, who friends I didn't at least somewhat get along with. I I want to be able to have a conversation with you. You know, mm-hmm. and that's just that's just who I am. Like, I ain't got to be up under you, but when we in a vicinity, I want to, you know, I want to be able to be comfortable and yeah, I want to talk to you. Know, like, let's chop it up. What's what's going right. on in your world? You right. know, right? Mm, I don't think you have. I don't have an issue. No, I mean, cause, you don't have an issue either. Because I'm that guy, man. You know, 
If he if he didn't know, now you know. But <laughs> you are that guy. I um. <laughs> but like, I just think that you should be able to like. I don't Things should be smooth. It should be smooth, but I guess the experience, like you know what I'm saying, like. I think at the the point the point we are in our life because we are older and our friends are getting either engaged, married, or doing whatever they doing in their life, having kids. You know what I'm saying? It's like you entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship. Yeah, definitely. You just you growing, so you want to be that for them and you want to uh, be with them, like going through the journey with them. Yeah. You know? And I I think it's nice when you get a chance to. Get with a group of uh, people and y'all can relate off of at least the same, somewhat similar or maybe the exact same life experiences, you know. And I think I think that's what's dope about. It's like the creation of a family. Yeah. <sighs> that's what you. That's what you're saying. Like you want to. You want to be able to consider this person family. Yes. So, do you believe that? Do you believe that you um, you pretty much can make your family? Like you yeah. know how you say how people say you are born into a family. You ain't uh, you can't make one or not make one. Whatever that little slang is, but I feel like your family is really your family is whoever you decide to like make your family. Like yeah, you born into a family, but. Mm-hmm. Your actual structure, your community, is based off of what you want to base it off of, or who you want to bring into it. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. You can create. You can definitely create your own family. All right. So since we're talking about this, you got any family members you'll kick out of your family? No, you know, they ain't there for a purpose. You talking about blood? A blood, blood, blood. Yeah. Nah, they they there for a purpose. Everyone's there. I mean, everybody play a purpose. Some some people purposes to get it's a reason. Out. It's a reason why we're family. All my family members, you know. I don't know. No, I said I don't, I say, I don't know what the purpose is, but you know. But oh, what's the purpose for real? I don't, I'm, no, I, I don't know. <sighs> but I wouldn't get rid of any of my family members. I would not exile any of them. I don't know about that yet. So y'all on the chopping block, just know every day is a uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Every day is a tryout. Um, I don't know who I'm, who's gonna be the first to get kicked out, and who will be the last. You know, I ain't exiling nobody. Who? I ain't, I'm not exiling anyone. I didn't say you gotta exile them. Mm-hmm. I want you say get rid of them. Yeah, that ain't exiling anybody. Like no, that ain't exiling. You just ain't on this island. I will say that. I would say that I could be more closer to a lot of my family members. But it's just like, you know, it's a lot of um, energy that you got to put toward building. And it's just like, do you want it to stay the same or do you, do you want to take those active steps to, you know, grow closer? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So- but it's just like, I feel like what with friends is on a different level. It's just a different level of, um, it's like you have to be somebody that's blood related to you. You family because you family friends, you, 
you have to put in that work and that energy to grow and become family. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's kind of like. So you just saying it's based? It's more so based off the experiences that yeah, y'all had together. It's the experiences. Okay. Well, I can speak from a different perspective because I got I got family. And I got, you know, friends that I really consider family. Mm-hmm. So part of my family that's my family, that can still go on that island. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's because we don't have the relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, relationships and experiences are more important to me than... That's going to come off wrong. Let me not say that. But the, the experiences that we've had, like the breaking of bread and being in each other's lives from key points of life mm-hmm. that has an, uh, a huge factor to me. You mm-hmm. know, I, um, I would I would rank that higher than just because we from the same bloodline. Okay. Um, but that's due to, sele- like, that's only a selected part of family to me because, like, I got a cousin and we grew up like we was brothers. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so even though that's my cousin, it's a difference. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's still more so of being, like, on the friend level. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's also too due to them experiences, like, the different key points, like, prime prime years of life. You know, and I think I won't be able to get that experience with maybe, like, other family members. So, which would make you just stay in this reserved role you know like I love you but I love you from a distance like if if this was Noah's Ark mm-hmm. you might you might just be making the Ark <laughs> okay you might just like you might just be making it but I got like uh maybe five more people in VIP before I get to you oh okay you know I, I don't see nothing wrong with that I hope down under my uh my people take offense with that, but I love y'all, you know. And if you do, it's all right. We can, we can, we can talk about it. And uh, you know, if it was the ark, you can. If you throw me an extra hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, I might get you in. Oh my gosh! Okay, okay. So, hmm, I don't have nothing else to say in regards to what the absent, neither do I. Families and friends, in that, in that um, aspect. But um, let me ask you this. Mm. Do you think that, like, the, do you think that, um, I can't think of what, do you think that you can't have um, friends, you can't be friends with the opposite sex once you're in a relationship? No. No, I think that's the... I think that's the goofiest thing alive. Matter of fact, I'm just going to come. I'm about to rip it now. I think that's the goofiest <laughs> thing ever, bro. Because uh, some of the best advice I've gotten about dealing with a relationship have came from women. Mm-hmm. Either I've seen the mistakes they made yeah. or the situations they've been in. Mm-hmm. I've seen my own, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like you need women to help you get through some things because it's only so much a male homie going to be able to give you advice on. That's true. You know, 
they can't speak from the emotions of a woman. You know what I'm saying? They're going to speak to it from your ego because they got the ego, the ego just like you. You know, I do got friends that be that are tell me, like, nah, man, you tripping. Like, you know, but if I was to ask them, like, oh, why am I tripping? They really wouldn't be able to go deep and down into the psyche of a woman and tell me, like, oh, no, but when you did this, this is how, you know, this is how it would make me feel. Or, you know what I'm saying? It's just... Certain things that we as men can't do for each other that a woman can help relay that message. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'd be feeling like, you know, without them, I probably wouldn't be half of the person that I am today. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm still flawed. Don't get me wrong. But the advice or the conversations that we have, and sometimes, you know, it's cool to just pick up the phone and call them and just have a random conversation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you never know what that random conversation might lead to. It might lead you into like helping you deal with something that might happen in the next three years or the next week or the next month. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just feel like people who be in relationships and be saying like, no, you, no, can't, you, can't, you can't talk to him. You, no you got to get rid of all your friends. <laughs> you can't like, talk to her no more. What? Like, well, no, I'm going to get rid of you. G. Like, <laughs> bye. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You're not, evidently, you're not healthy for me. Mm-hmm. If I got to cut off the whole world to be dealing with you, you're not healthy for me. I think that person should be accepting. Because I don't, I don't see anything wrong with having the opposite sex as a, as a friend. Um, because like you said, they may offer, you know, it's a different type. It's a friendship that you already built. It's, it's already there. I don't feel like you should get rid of somebody. Now... If I feel like you become insecure when you try to do that, if you can't trust the person that you with, then why, why you, you want them? them? Yeah, you, know? you don't trust yourself. That's how I look at it. You don't trust yourself enough because mm-hmm. it's, all it's telling me is if the shoe was on the other foot, you wouldn't trust yourself to be in that situation. Just because I got self control, don't mean you should project on me. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. And I think, I do think um, men should probably do more to balance it out, to show the relationship, uh, you know, that relationship that they got or that friendship that they got with their spouse or their partner because it gets, it it just gives, it it draws a comfortability, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So at least in the back of the person that you with, mind, they'll understand like, oh, no, you know, they cool. It's been plenty of times where my female friends, they'll call me and they don't even act. They don't ask about me first. They go straight to, hey, you know, what my should think of or how my should doing or blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, man, you called my phone. You know what I'm saying? But that's me speaking to my own selfishness and ego. But anyway, <laughs> still, it's just like. Do you know who you call? You call me. You know, I know she a part of me, but, you know, <laughs> hey, how am I doing first? You know, I'm, I'm good. She's she straight. But it, it's cool. You know, how do you, how do you deal with it? You know, seeing that, I mean, I we went to high school with the person that we probably would consider that is your male best friend um, besides me, you know. 
if I'm honest, I feel like I have male a male friend, but I don't I'm not really close, you know. So my male friends are your male friends. So it's kind of like I have a biased um, perspective. Perspective. Uh, well, not in regards to this um, this uh, conversation, because I feel like you should be able to have friends of the opposite sex. But I don't have a lot of male friends. Like your friends are my friends, but if I really had something to like ask or whatnot, I don't know if I'll go to them. If I go to them, I would have to trust them. Right. But it's just like, then you go, you go to, it goes down to loyalty and this and that. And, you know, it gets sticky. It yeah. can get sticky. But I mean, like, it can get sticky, but ain't nothing going on. But it's just like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't talk to a lot of men. I don't, I talk to you and I talk to your friends. Hey, but as you can see, their loyalty ain't a hundred percent with me because they love me. They they, are they by, love me. They bypass me in a heartbeat just to converse with you. Like, what what is going on in the world? You yeah, know? I, mean, I love them too. Man. I mean, and I love the relationship that we have. I feel like I can talk to them, but it's just like I don't. I don't have male friends outside of of you. If you get what I'm saying, but um. Mm. Okay, well, but I don't have an issue. I don't have an issue with you having female friends. I, I might not. Don't get me wrong. I might say something slick, but it's not um, serious. It's never like it's nothing to yeah. take to heart, you know. Yeah. But I feel like that's needed. Yeah, I, I think, uh, I think it's it's fun. Um, I, I really, I really want to understand the logic of why. The people who do it do that. Like, don't you get don't you get tired of uh, you know having the same person sit up around you twenty four? Like, I want to be feel like I can breathe. I feel like people who are in relationships like that they can't breathe. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I just I never been the type of person that always wanted to smother. Don't get me wrong, I didn't change now, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, I just, it ain't got to be like that. You know what I'm saying? I, I like for you to hear different perspective. Because mm-hmm. if you hear my perspective all the time, then it's just, it get, like it gets filtered, like saturated in. It's just like no new information coming in. And sometimes it's okay to hear new noise because you might not agree with it. But then it gives you a reason with, uh, a chance to not agree with something or maybe you might view something in a different perspective mm-hmm. um, man I like the I would say the perk to me the perk of having a friend of the opposite sex for real is to see how they deal with challenges in dating or in relationship or or in a, or communicate mm-hmm. You know, and I think the the great thing about them those types of conversations is I get a chance to step outside of my own and get to see a relationship in new lenses, you know. And try not to look at it from a biased standpoint, which I feel like I kinda 
do do to a fair advantage. Um, now, don't get me wrong. That biasness is still going to be there because at the end of the day, like, you know, you my friend. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what I feel like is best for you, but I'm going to also tell you what you need to hear, mm-hmm. you know. And in certain situations, I be really trying to understand why do you feel like you have to be the be all end all because life is about experiencing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, would you want somebody holding you back from something? Right. And I think that's what it is. Like, you don't even know the person that you can really develop into if you only stay in one area the whole time or if you only stay connected in this space you know um, I just don't think it's fair I think it is a mind control thing it's a form of control I think it's the fear of the person cheating on you but you gotta get over that and it's just like if they gonna cheat on you they gonna cheat on you if they gonna step out they gonna do it so it's just like you can't prevent that from happening in my opinion so, you can just take their word for it. And did it kill you, though? Not like that, you know. Did it kill you? If they did cheat, like, did did it kill you? Are you still breathing? How do you move on and go forward from it? If that's what you feel like, if you feel like that relationship is valuable to you, is it valuable or is it not that valuable enough to... See if it can withstand something like that. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you need you need storylines in a journey. Like, even when you watch the movie, you know, even the true Show, the true Show had ups and downs. You know, in that story or that movie, it was all made up. They was making it up in the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, how can you not be willing to... Uh, let somebody spread their wings. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's unfortunate, you know. But I do also want to, like, kind of play devil's advocate, right? Mm-hmm. How would you feel to be in a relationship where your partner did have friends of the opposite sex, but were very anti of you having friends of the opposite sex? Um, if I had close male friends, they'll have to just deal with it. Or we can't be together. It's just like, if you can't trust me, then you don't need to be with me. But what if I say, what if I was to say, like, oh, it's not that I don't trust you, but I'm the only male advice you need. Like, I'm, I'm, I got everything you need up here. Then I say, you're going to have to work that out with yourself. Uh, how am I working out with myself when I'm working and trying to work it out with you? Because I'm going to do what I want to do. Oh, wow. I mean, like, if my actions are pure and I'm not on nothing like that, that's, you know, that's for you to deal with, not mm. me. All right, so, um, and how many, like, at what number is too many numbers of friends of the opposite sex for you? It it then it then comes down to like who do you? I don't really think it's a number. 
But these people have to be friends, you know? Yeah. Like, if you spending time with them, and they got to be friends, you know? I would like to know who they are. But it's just like, even if you check up on, checking up on somebody from time to time, that's your business. Right. But I don't think it's a number. But honestly, I don't feel like people have a whole bunch of true friends. I feel like it's, mm. you only have a limited amount of friends, true friends, friends that you can depend on, you know. Hey, I agree with you, but see, what's interesting about that is you really won't even know who your true friend is until you're in a time of need. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when you see who, like how who uh, come through for you. I'll say this for me personally. I'm not cutting myself off and saying I've reached the limit of friends. But if I wasn't to make no more friends, I'd be content with the people I got, you know, because I know if I was to get on my last dime, they'd come through in some form or fashion for me. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's me being able to have a roof over my head, uh, some food, you know, anything, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They'll come through. Um, But it puts me in a position of where it's just like, am I just closing off the rest of the world because I just got this select group, you know? And for me, the type of person I am, I feel like or how I really like consider you a friend. We really gotta, we either gotta go through things, and sometimes it 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 just go based off of how long I knew you, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Um, because it does build character. Like I have to have some time with you, you know. I'm not gonna say we friends just we cut huh, because we hung out within the last two months, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But I think those experiences show a lot. It it shows me your character. You know, I get a chance to see who you are, you know, and I think we have to make those experiences. But I would say, I would say personally for me, it's a cut, like, it's a cut off for me. I I wouldn't, let me say, I roughly got two close female friends, right? Mm-hmm. But a total of maybe like four or five, right? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go over that. I wouldn't go over that. Only just off the standpoint of you can't have too many cooks in the kitchen. You know? And that goes from... And I think you should have a a personal... Like a friend for different scenarios or different situations or different experiences. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, Because they come with a different perspective. But when I know I'm wrong, I'll have to, you know, or when I think that I might be wrong Mm -hmm. or in a situation I need to hear multiple advices Mm -hmm. and it come back as a white unified one, that's when I know that, you know, it's good. I I can only get that from having a selective group. If I only cap it at the two that's like I'm real close with, I might not get the accurate uh, efficiency rate that I want. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, I think it's good to have at least, if you do, if you at least got 
four, four to five. Now, if you go anything other than that, man, I'm gonna let you and your partner deal with that mm-hmm. one. I ain't got, I ain't got nothing to do with that, you know. Uh-huh. And but it does become a thing where you know some people get jealous or envious, and you don't want everybody in your business, mm-hmm. you know. And then also too, you don't want your partner to get looked at wrong by your friends too. And I think that's one of the things that we really don't um, talk about on. And how that affects uh, how it affects women, you know what I'm saying? It mm-hmm. affects men too. You know, I ain't never been in that situation, so I can't speak on how it would probably feel if Tyrell called at twelve thirty and was just talking, breaking down, talking about how how uh, Tiffany did him like this. Tyrell, yeah, Tyrell and Tiffany, the two T's, double T. Uh-huh. Uh But I wouldn't know. You know, I wouldn't know how that that would feel, you know. But also, too, me being who I am now, I'd probably be cool with it. But at first, I'd probably be scratching my head like, what do we want now? But knowing who I am and the different things that I go through or the different random questions that come through my head, sometimes I'd be just needing to hear somebody else's perspective mm-hmm. on a situation. And you you need... You need somebody to tell you when you're tripping. You need somebody to tell you when you're wrong. And it always, it shouldn't always come from the person who is the same sex as you. Mm-hmm. You know, because you can learn a lot from the other gender. And I think as much as I don't really want to give these people credit right now, I think they have done a great job at... Uh, at least somewhat helping, somewhat. They ain't swung me all the way over because I'm still am who I am. But who? I'm what do you mean you don't want to give them credit? I ain't giving them credit. Oh my gosh! No, I'm not about to give them credit. You know they 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 do what they do. Let me tell you <laughs> this: they have also shaped it me because I know that I could be dealing with something that's ten times worse mm-hmm. than what I deal with. So. I took my cat to you, um, but yeah, no. Four, four to five female friends. And for women, it gets you about two or three. Okay. Two or three, because most of the time, two you, or three. Yeah, because why like, not four or five? Why not ten? All right, let's say you went ten, right? Mm-hmm. Seven out of the ten gonna have the same response to you. Telling you, seven out of ten of the same men gonna have the same response. It's gonna be like, dang, that's crazy. What do you do? No, you tripping. No, what really? That you tripping? But you know, you need the you need the friend that's gonna be like, well, you know, see, when you said this, this was the trigger word, you know, and maybe if you rephrase it like this, then your message will come across through clearly. But I'm standing on seven out of the ten men was gonna give you the same answer. Essentially, you're gonna get a different perspective or a different answer from a woman. Okay, so just saying it. So women can have three to four or two to three. Should have. Well no, like it's okay. It's okay to have all right, I'm gonna give you a men can have how many? Why, why can't it be the same? 
I just think you need a more open sample size of women. Because, look, you got... Why you don't feel like a woman may need an open sample size of men? In that's that, why in that I was going to give you a solid three. I was going to give you a solid three. A solid three for women yeah. and a solid three for men? No. Give me four. Okay. Four, for, four for women. Okay. You know, four women as for the male side. And then... Okay. Three men for the women's side, like okay. You, that's how you feel. I'm telling you, it's. I think that's that's more accurate. It's more efficient. <laughs> and it will it will work. That's so like crazy. Why is it crazy? Because I feel like it should be open. Why should it be open? Because for the same reasons and the qualities in these other people, for the in these women, the men could have them too. I'm a man. I can get. I can. So you saying women are more intricate, and we are. Yeah. Yes. But you don't feel like a man can a man can have a different perspective. No, from, I think we can. I think we do. From but, another man. You know, I think we do. But why? Why can't if you got ten men or ten women, like you said, why can't seven out of the the ten women say the same thing and those other three women say something different? The same reason why you can put seven women in the room, or you can put ten women in the room, and y'all can put. Three outfits there, and you can you can still see why y'all are all be bickering and arguing about the three, three different outfits. You put ten men in a room, and you have three outfits there, right? Mm-hmm. Seven out of ten is going they more than likely all gonna be like, oh yeah, number two, that's cool. Yeah, I like number two, and that's it. You know, you're not gonna have no. You not really gonna have no variation of why it's cool. And the the lack of uh details of breaking it down. It's so it's, so it's a, it's, so what you saying that if you're not gonna have that much of a variation for guys, why not have more male friends? That way if seven out of the ten of your male friends say the same thing, those other three might be different. Are you why to- why not why not I'm just saying, this is just a number. Why not? Why not have those? Why you got to break it down to those three people that might be different or four people? Because I like the psychology of it. I like people who going to break, like, give me perspective. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's rare, man. It's rare. It's really rare. You have to really take the time. To break a dude down and get that. Like, I can go talk to any random woman, right? Mm-hmm. And ask her something. And she's going, she going to give it, like, she might not give it to me wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But she going to give it to me. You know what I'm saying? For a dude, it's like, we really got to think about what we saying, how it's going to be effective. And also, too, Depending on what our relationship is, I might not even tell you what I truly think. I might just go ahead and gas you for whatever you saying. Like, let's just say, hypothetically, we was going through something, and you had a male friend. He was just like, "Man, 
You tell me this all the time. Why don't you just do it? Tired of hearing it. Why don't you just do it? Mm-hmm. Now, you know how you gonna have seven of those before you get to the real. Like, so what happened? Oh, what was the what was the conversation and what what led up to this point? Oh, well, you see, it's just about showing you both sides. I don't think. I don't think most men show their female friends both sides of the spectrum. It's just more so like, you calling me about this? Okay, all right, uh, all right, all right. Anything else you want to talk about? Mm-hmm. And then it's done. Like, you could pick up. That's why women be on the phone for long periods of time, man. You not you a different breed. You a different breed. You a special case. <laughs> but. It's a reason why girls like to have girl time and get their wine and drink and talk and do all that stuff. You just, we just watched Intergalactic, what they do. They sat, they smoked, they sat there, they talked about relationships for a real quick second and they got up out of there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's more so men like to talk about lighthearted things, you know. To a certain degree, unless it's something really serious going on in the world, then that's when you know everybody gotta have their TED talk. But for the most part, you're gonna get great conversation from women. Not to say that men don't give great conversation, but I would say more women give great conversation, you know. Um, and I think men, I think men give a great conversation. That's what I think. Well, maybe, maybe we just gonna have to bring this. On some more guests, and uh, we gonna see. I want I want all the people that's listening to let us know, like who would be they, who's gonna be their favorite, uh, their favorite guest. Mm-hmm. You know why um, the conversation? Like, and it's got to be based off the conversation. Don't be saying it because they like they look cute or nothing. It's got to be based solely off the conversation. Solely off the conversation. Yeah, okay. I want I want to know. And if they single, I might hook you up. For a small fee. <laughs> you know, let's find out what your talents is. Can you cook? Can you make drinks? What you do? You know? And then from there, I'll put in the good word for you. Oh, my God. For real. See? This, come on, man. Like, I think that's I think that's a great idea. Okay. But I digress. Well, you know. Guess how long it's been. Too long. It's been like an hour and thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Wow, we gonna have to get up out of here again. I'm, I'm tired of giving them too long of content. They gotta pay me. <laughs> gotta pay me for this. Nah, but I don't even know how to wrap it up because I feel like uh, this is conversation talk. But <laughs> if you ain't already, if you haven't already done so, follow us. On Instagram at man underscore or underscore music. Follow us on Facebook at man over music, music over man. Twitter, man uh, over music 10. And on YouTube, man over music or music over man. For all your latest content, check us out every Tuesday on Brown Sugar Radio at 7 o'clock. And make sure you don't miss the mix at 6 because you never know what you're going to hear. Mm-hmm. And this has been another week of... Man Over Music. Or Music Over Man. And I'm your host. Jakar. With the lovely... 
Maisha, Big Meech. You already know what's going on. Oh, wait. Before we go. Before we wrap it up, though. Mm-hmm. How does it feel to be um, almost going into your second week with your locks? You know, we ain't even recapped that. How you... I like them. I know I'm not showing them right now. I'm in my, my comfort mode. Um, you know, it's kind of cold outside, you know. But I'm, I still feel like it's the best decision. My hair is already plaited up. I ain't got to do nothing to it. That was my whole purpose. Well, I got to oil it. Oh, my gosh. I got to keep my hair moisturized because it keeps drying out. But, you know, you got to do that with your hair anyway. Hey man, I, I can't wait. We can, we probably gonna do a monthly recap on your journey because I think that's dope. You know, I might do something with mine. I'm, I'm gonna keep it tsunami man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, we out, y'all, man. Let's, we are out. Nightgown dragging on the heated marble floor. Flash Cartier when you open up the door. Slide these on, baby. So butter still relate to the gutter. Just your lifestyle's different. Spirit uplifted. Fell in love with a cat who's gifted. Journey back to paradise. Damn, I missed it. Pop a bottle, light a purple candle. I got something that you can't quite handle. That's why you love me. Pour bubbly. Glow from the flame. Make your skin shine lovely. You saying, baby? Touch it, why don't you? 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 Hey girl, oh girl, hey girl, I wanna rock your world. Paradise is very nice. Yeah.